Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1235 at Edmonton. Roos, Chris, check that. It's 1233. My apologies. Uh, Roos, Chris Steakhouse, greatest steak you've ever had. Edmonton owned and operated. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Head down to 99. Jasper, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, Taylor, and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. Every Friday on Oilers Now, for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino, we are pleased to hook up with Elliot Friedman. He is our headliner today for Touchback Safety, a family business taking care of your family during uncertain times. Training sessions still are readily available. Uh, little known fact, uh, when Elliot Friedman was at Western Ontario, he uh, he studied structural engineering. So uh, he's a terrific guest to have at this time. How you doing, Elliot? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you doing, bud? Good. Did you hear the structural engineering reference? Yes, I did. I, I laughed. <laughs> Uh, it was it was political science you took at Western Ontario, wasn't it? No English, English. <laughs> I'm having some fun with you. Uh, I took poli sci at the U uh, with an undergrad in English and uh, basically suck at both. So that pretty much tells you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even have my degree, Bob. So you're ahead of me. No, I don't have mine either. Uh, you don't have mo- any degree? No, no. <laughs> Most guys that spend as much time in, as I did in university are called doctor, but that's another story yeah. for another time. I, I have the more with deadbeats on the two deadbeats on radio right now, me and you. Yeah, well, if we had spec here, we'd have the trifecta. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Specter's worth two, two deadbeats. So there, there, there you go. How's it going? What's going on? What are you working on these days? Uh, structural engineering. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, like, uh, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm just waiting to till next week. I, I'm excited about the possibility that this could happen. I mean, like, uh, Patrick Kane was just doing a Zoom call with the Chicago media, and they asked him about what happened at Edmonton last night, and he said, you reach a point where you just have to laugh. It's almost like somebody doesn't want it to happen. And uh, that's all we could really do last night. I felt terribly for uh, the people behind the Edmonton bid who, you know, worked worked their uh, fannies off to try to get this done against a lot of odds. And then that happens. And uh, like all the Oilers fans in my timeline, they were shocked. They couldn't believe it. Um, but it looks like it's going to be okay and good. Yeah. I mean, uh, what a gong show. It, it is true, though. Like, you, you, you almost do have to laugh 
it's like uh, God, uh, you plan, God laughs, and God's laughing at all of us right now. Well, uh, and some have said, well, that's 2020. And I, I know I worked in another industry that you and me have talked about, and I referenced it earlier because when it when it rained like that, when I worked in the reform, we used to, by the way, for the record, when we, when we were in that business, a good season was defined by a season in which it had as few screw-ups as possible because that's just the nature of jobs. You had people that were relatively inexperienced, many of whom were in university during the school year, didn't know how to drive on logging roads, and, and then you had the, like the, just the, the power and the impact of nature. And, uh, and you know, Elliot, when it rains here... <laughs> It rains hard, like you know. And I got stuck in Camor. I remember telling you about that back in 2014 for four days, and you couldn't get out of the town. Like you, you they weren't letting anybody uh, go up the highway to drive back to Calgary. So they wouldn't even let you drive the other way uh, to go towards Banff to go up the. Uh, you know, if you wanted to use the Icefields Highway to go up to Jasper and then to, to go to Edmonton that way, you couldn't do either of those two. That's just, and it just reinforces Elliot the power of nature that it's got. It's incredible. Yeah, we're, we're not beating Mother Nature. No. Mother Nature's going if to, you, if you're going to take the odds, mankind against Mother Nature, you're going to lose every time. Yeah. Every time. Uh, Jack Michaels has just sent me a little uh, a shot here. He says, you're only about 92 credits shy of your degree. Now, is he talking about me or you? <laughs> I'm a, Jack, I'm a credit and a half shy. Well, I, was shy, I was shy of Shakespearean English and algebra. How could you not? How could you not like? Wait, wait a sec. You you were in English and you had to take algebra. Yeah, you had to take one math course. So I took uh, uh, I took half a course of functions and half a course of algebra, and I got through the functions, and I didn't get through the algebra. I will tell you that uh, I took Stats 241 in the summer session of 1988, and the class was dominated by nursing students. And I've always yep. supported the, you know, I've always supported the nurses ever since that year. So whatever their, you know, power to the nurses out there. I know we have an ad that runs for the right now on the station. I just chuckled. But uh, I actually did surprisingly well in Stats 241. Who knew I was 30 years ahead of my time for the purposes of hockey? But that's uh, that's another start type. Uh, by the way, Elliot, uh, the Oilers did skate today. Uh, I was yeah. down there from 11 to 11:30. You would never know that the building had gotten hit as hard as it did. If Good. you had, Glad yes, you that's how quickly they were able to turn it around. So there you have it. Hey, uh, just a uh, total curveball here for you. We had George LaRock on the show yesterday, and he was talking about okay. Jesperi Kakaniemi. Yeah, and uh, George has some real concerns about him already, and. Um, I would suggest it would be a little bit premature to, to write Kakaniemi off of, uh, you know, <laughs> off as not a potential top six centerman. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kakaniemi? I, I I think it's too early. Like, you know, he had a good 18-year-old. He was the youngest player in the league. He had a decent year. Um, last year, he struggled. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think this is necessarily linear. Like, he's still 19 years old, right? And... Um, you know, I I just look at him and um, I see a player who still has lots of room and he's got time. I know that the world is an impatient place right now, but, um, you know, I don't see a guy who's uh, you should give up on by any stretch of the imagination. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Montreal if, if Domi doesn't play. 
um, because I think that could be an opportunity for him to get some reps and maybe some uh, good spots in the lineup. But, you know, I think one of the biggest problems we have right now, Bob, as a society is that we're way too impatient. We want our answer fast. And, you know, some things, they take longer. And uh, I don't think that two years in, I'm writing off this kid by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I, I, and again, he, he's a center. He's I just I look at Shifley with Winnipeg in that 2011 draft, right? Returned to Barry two years in a row, and he's a pretty good player. Like he's, yeah, not bad. <laughs> you take that all day if you could. All right, uh, so. Here we are. Where the, the hub cities have been announced. Uh, you knew that was coming last Friday when you were on the show. We were headed down this path. Um, how much concern do you have that we're going to get here, that the American teams in particular are going to make it here unscathed? Well, I think you I think you have concern because, you know, Bob, what's true today isn't necessarily true tomorrow, right? Yes. And, you know, I mean, this has been such a moving target. Like, you know, a couple months ago we were all talking about how we flatten the curve, and, and now look where we are. We're talking about no school uh, in the fall. And so it, it just shows you that, you know, we really still have no idea what we're dealing with, and we've got no idea how to, you know, stop it. You know, we know how we can slow it down. You can socially distance. You can wear masks. You can keep your hands clean. Uh, you can be responsible. Um, you know, but, you know, not everybody does that. And, you know, I think there's a lot of peer pressure from the players on each other right now to to each other. You know, be smart. Don't do stupid things. Um, you know, you can tell that even though the, the teams and the players aren't announcing it, there are obviously situations out there where they're isolating players who either have it or have been exposed to someone who has it. And, um, you know, I, I mean, like, you know, you looked at MLS. MLS had a lot of problems. They had two teams that got thrown out. And yesterday they had no positive cases in the bubble. Now, knock on wood, that continues. Yeah. But I know I know that's why the league and the players are hopeful. If they get to the bubble, we'll be okay. But, you know, Sunday's a big day because Sunday the players are basically supposed to just do home and rank. So that's the next step, and, you know, all I can say is, Bob, hopefully we get there. This text comes in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, does Elliot still look like a caveman? He's going to need to clean up before the games begin. Uh, um, yes, I do still look like a caveman. Um, uh, I, I, I've asked, uh, I've asked if uh, I can do one show like it. Right. Um, I, I don't know where that's going to go, to be perfectly honest. I'm, not, I'm trying uh, to th- – it, it reminds me a bit of, like, some of those Civil War pictures mm-hmm. that you would see. Uh, a bit like that, but also a bit like Caveman Lawyer skit on Saturday Night Live from back in the day. Mostly I get Castaway and Unabomber, but I get a few of those other ones, yes. Yeah. Were you big on the movie Castaway? Yes. I mean, it's a great movie. It's a it's a it's a fantastic movie. I mean, you know, I remember going to see it and I'm like, am I going to want to watch Tom Hanks on screen by himself for an hour? And he's probably the only guy that could pull that off. Um, So, yes, I do like that movie. I'm a big Chris Knott fan. And when he shows up at the end of the movie, I think it's a I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was a cool scene. Um, I can relate a bit to the tooth issue. And, and having to use a skate blade to, to knock the tooth out. I mean, we've all been there before, right? 
and the only time better than that for me watching Tom Hanks was Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. Oh my God, Ricky Gervais! Like one's Tom Hanks and the other is Tim Allen. Oh my God, that was hilarious. What's your like? What's your what's your best Tom Hanks movie? Uh, I, I like Forrest Gump. I mean, there was sort of a pseudo reference to Bear Bryant in Alabama in that. Didn't you like uh... Forrest Gump? I thought was a great movie, but my my two favorite of his and the two very different movies are uh, Big and Saving Private Ryan. Those are my yeah. two. Wow, saving uh, the opening is saving Private Ryan. That's it's incredible. Just, big, there's there's a couple of reasons to like Big. I mean, it's a pretty interesting concept to say the least. But uh, Elliot Friedman joining us right now. Uh, so here we are. We got. By the way, what's I know? There's uh, Alan Walsh was one of the guys. Elliot. Now that the CBA's done and everything. Yeah. Who's who? Do you, did anybody win this, or did both parties? Did both the NHL and the NHLPA win? Well, look, like, it, uh, there's no question this could have been a disaster. Like, you, you look at what the NFL is going through and you look at what baseball is going through. Like, I, I think baseball, they made a huge mistake. I think their plan is terrible. I mean, they're the only sport right now, and we'll see what happens with the NFL, but they're the only sport right now that's, that's, that's doing this without a bubble, right? And, and I think that's, that's crazy. I, I think it's absolutely nuts to do it the way they're doing it um you have to make peace you, you have to find a way and again like kane on his zoom call he said is everybody here happy no but it's not exactly a time where everybody's going to win and i feel that way i think if you're a free agent whether unrestricted or, free, or restricted in the next three years it, you're you're not liking this it's going to be very hard on you and i understand that um you know, the, the, the cap makes it divisive on the players. You have to pick and choose. But the bottom line is they won't have a labor stoppage for six years, and that's what the sport needs the most. And it gives them their best chance to come out of the pandemic as healthy as possible. And if they didn't get this done, it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I just think this is the way you got to be. I mean, in, in challenging times like this, we all have to work together. I know you and me have a somewhat similar philosophy on uh, politics, especially, especially on the extremes. Like, we're going to have to get everybody pushing and pulling the rope, and, or, you know, pulling the rope together here or pushing them in the same direction together. Otherwise, it doesn't matter what industry we're talking about, you're going to fail. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Creek Resort and Casino. Elliot, one of the themes this week, I had uh, a couple guys reach out Wednesday morning and say, man, I really want to watch the Oilers and I really want to watch Colorado uh, out of the uh, West. Those are two of the teams to watch moving forward. Um, next four or five years. Are those yep. the two teams in the Western Conference that you're going to be watching? Um, well, I, I think when you have McDavid and, and Dreisaitl, I think we're all going to be watching you guys for sure. Um, I would agree with you on Colorado, too. Um, you know, I, I think also, uh, I, I'm really curious to see what St. Louis does this year. I think they've got, and, and you know, again, Bob, like, we're coming here. We have no idea what the mental frame of mind of these teams are. And I, and I think that the Blues were one of the teams that um, there, were a lot, there was a lot of debate in there about how sensible it was to play. I think they're okay now, but I think they were one of those teams that had a lot of pushback and weren't sure they really wanted to go. 
But on paper, I think they're good enough to repeat. I, I really do. And I think that those – and Berkey thinks those top four teams in each division, conference, yes. I mean, they have a real advantage. I see it. Um, I don't know if the Blues have the staying power that Colorado and uh, you guys do, potentially. But I, I look at them this year. I think they've got a great chance to repeat. Although, let me just qualify that by saying – God only knows how all these teams are going to show up to play. Well, and there you go. And I mean, one of the things that I want to reiterate, Elliot, is you need your top guys engaged. And I, I know everybody's going back to work here to play, but you need your best players to be driving it and to be all in. And I don't know if that's we're, we're about to find out here and throw that all out the window if you don't get stops from your goaltender, especially if you're you know playing in the qualifiers. But I know what I've seen at Oilers practice over the last, uh, they skated Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, the three days at the community arena were, were closer to the ice surface. And right now, 97 and 29 are dialed in. And Connor looks well, be- Connor looks better. He looks better right now, Elliot, than he did. Uh, and we didn't know the full severity of the injury when he returned for training camp last fall. But he looks better right now for me. Well, I look at it this way. Number one... Um, you look at the teams that players came back early. Uh, Colorado's guys, a lot of them were back early. Pittsburgh's guys, including Malkin, were back early. So uh, it says to me that those teams are really serious. The thing about McDavid is you think that maybe he's noticed that he's not nominated for the Lindsay and probably won't be nominated for the Hart. Right. So you think he's got to burn this? I mean, I just think he's... I don't know how much he worries about that stuff. Like, I, you know, I don't want to you know, speak I'll for him. This. Like, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I look at it this way. First of all, I think the guy is incredibly driven. Uh, oh, yeah. He proved, he proved that this year, the way he came back. But you don't think that there's a little bit of seriously there? Like, you and I have had this conversation, Bob, that yes. I think that he gets shafted in awards voting. Oh, I think he gets shafted in more than just awards voting. Well, no, I, I think he gets shafted in awards voting. But I, I wonder, like, I, like, do I think it, it's a huge deal to him that he's not nominated for the Lindsay and probably won't be nominated for the Hart? No, I don't think it's a huge deal. But do you think it's that little, but little bit of extra motivation? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I think that the greats are like that. They're like, oh, you, you don't think I'm a, a Lindsay? You don't think I'm a Hart guy? Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I do think the greats are wired that way. Yeah. I, I think Edmonton's really lucky because what's happened here is Dry Settle has progressed beyond even the most outlandish projections in the last two years. I'm, I mean, I know in Toronto there's a lot. I was talking about this with somebody else today. I know in Toronto, you know, Matthews, McDavid. Are you sure it's not Matthews and Dry Settle? Because McDavid's on that other level, and the last two years, maybe it should be McDavid and Drysaddle. Of course, you can't say that in a Toronto market that's got Matthews. But Edmonton's in a fortuitous spot here, Elliot, because they've got two of the four best players in the world. I do think Connor's the best player in the league, and they're and driving they're each other. Up and they're, and they're locked up for a while. And they're driving each other, and yeah. that bodes well moving forward. Uh, are you going to have a thirty-one thoughts this week? Not a blog. I'm, I'm the, the podcast came out yesterday. Okay. Um, the blog is going to come out. I think I'm going to do the blog. Start doing the blog again when the when the just just before the games start up. 
I, I need I need to give myself about a month. I, 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 like we may not have an off season really here for a year, so I, I needed to give myself a month to, you know not get divorced and kick my wife's boyfriend out of the place and actually pay attention to everything. So I, I gave myself a month off. I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you're, you're the only, you're not, the, I'm not the only one that's living with, uh, you know, the fact that your wife's got a boyfriend. <laughs> In my case, it's totally understandable. Uh, as always, Elliot, thanks for your time and uh, Oliver Luck called and uh, he wants you to take over that uh, Twitter account that he had going for the last couple of years, right, with the Civil War? Oh, uh, all... sure, that's not uh, uh, the Andrew, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Oh, man, did I just date myself? Yes. Well, dad, so close enough. I'm going back to when Hugh Campbell uh, went into uh, Houston uh, after leaving the LA Express of, before leaving the Edmonton Football Club. And yeah. uh, his two quarterbacks were Oliver Luck and Gifford Nielsen. And right. then that's that's why he went out and got Warren Moon. <laughs> now, were... are you? Uh, what do you think the new name's going to be? I'm going to go with the Express. The, so they keep. You think they keep the same logo and just do a new name? Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't mean I'm right. What What do you think they should go with? I don't. I I would go with a whole like I'd make a I'd make a big contest out of it. Yeah. Go big. Sure. Involve your community. Like this is the year to involve your community, get ideas, keep your name out there, get, get some fan interest. See what they come up with. Makes a lot of sense to me. Why not? Hey, Elliot, are you coming? Are you staying in Toronto, or are you going to come out to Edmonton here in Grace? I'm in the press? I'm in the studio. I think we only. I think uh, I think just the, I don't know this for sure, but I think it might just be play-by-play and color that come out. Yes, uh, we're hearing some rumblings as to who might be coming out here. It could be interesting. Who are you hearing? Oh, I don't. I'd tell you, but I can't. I well, you know. I think I know, but it's better <laughs> if you say it than me. I, I could get in trouble. Yeah, I could get in trouble too. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, great stuff, Elliot. Thanks for your time. All right. Take care, Bob. Have a great weekend. You too. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. 1254. Elliot Friedman is our, or was our Oilers Now headliner. Brought to you by Touchback Safety, a family business taking care of your family during these uncertain times. Training sessions still readily available. We'll squeak in a couple texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line when we come back on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. All right, let's go to our Ashley Fine Floors text line, and a bunch of you have chimed in here on the uh, what should be the name of the new Edmonton Football Club. What about the Edmonton Green Golds? Uh, Sebastian texts the show and says, judging by the noises in Elliot's background, we should call them the Edmonton Canaries. Hmm. Bob, what about the Edmonton Enforcers? Again, uh, you can text us, 780-496-0063. James says the Edmonton Empire would be a good name. Then the logo uh, can uh, stay the same. Your thoughts? Well, I I kind of think I... Did I not say Edmonton Empire? Brendan, is that what I said? Or did I say the Express? I said the Express. Uh, somebody else has texted in the show to say they should change the name to the Edmonton S. Bob, what about the Edmonton Eagles? Bob, how about the Edmonton Explorers? Again, you can text us at uh, 780-496. Uh, Bob, the Edmonton Eskers. Uh, 
the we are surrounded by those things and it is relevant in, in, that our entire region was shaped by the glaciers and formed by the eskers this of elite informed by ice tough as a rock your edmonton eskers now you're going to make me look up the word eskers uh this text is asking on our ashley fine floors text line uh which one of you guys has a pet bird well it's not the stoffer household i can tell you that otherwise the bird's name would be pretty birdie again you can text us at 780-496 mark says the edmonton gold uh bob in keeping with uh edmonton smugness how about the edmonton champions ha ha from hacksaw uh the edmonton elks uh the edmonton expos really the expos wasn't a lot of the edmonton extreme a lot of ee the edmonton eddies wasn't there an event for the eddies for a, a brewery in town um uh, Bob, why don't the Eskimos pay homage to our military by calling themselves the Edmonton Battalion? That one comes to us from JJ. Uh, we got Edmonton Edge. We got Edmonton uh, Eagles. Didn't they used to be called the Edmonton Elks before? Uh, Anita says, Bob, Edmonton Empire. For sure, that one comes to us from Anita. Keep hammering away. We'll get to some more of these after uh, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and we're going to bring aboard Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.